past the king, a place of dread and suffering. Forged in terror and filled with fears, hopeless daydreams and desperate nightmares. Nick Cage, Nick Tesla, and Gornick the Grey. Three historical actors with nothing in common, right? Wrong. Before Roswell, there was a little town called Christ the King, where experiments of time and space attracted malignant extra-dimensional forces. Was this really going to be an episode? <laughs> What in the Chrissy Teigen? Oh! Oh! See that barrel? Go on and suck it. Who the hell are you? None of your bushwhacks. Now get to it. I ain't afraid of you. Do it, or we'll find another hole to stick it in. Who's we? Better do as she says, baby. Zelda? Her name is Sapphic Joy. You've got some real nerve, you she-witch. Sapphic Joy. Sapphic Joy? You mean to tell me you're some kind of lesbian? Let's be honest, you little leech. You're only here for the deadbeat's money. $10,000 of buried Bitcoin to whomever finishes narrating this damn podcast. I threw myself at that pitiful excuse for a man for years. And without fail, he always threw me back. Now that he's gone, well, <laughs> that money is mine. Over my dead body. If you insist. Tire up, Patch. Patch? Hey, leave me alone. Hush, you old fuck. I love it when you talk that way. Mm, tell me, you bitch. Not yet. I want to hear her scream when she hears our little story. What? Oh, death house. Suicide Inn. The most romantic story to ever occur in Christ the King. After us, of course. We gotta listen to the whole thing. We're the ones telling it. Now go grab the hot glue gun. And the railroad spike. <gasps> you naughty hearty. <laughs> <laughs> Willow Radcliffe, one of the few free spirits left in Christ the King, won $300,000 at a casino in 2013. She had never played craps before, but she often experienced out-of-body events after more than four of her favorite drinks, espresso teenies. She used the winnings to purchase a foreclosed estate on the outskirts of town, and with her husband Barnaby, turned it into a bed and breakfast. 
not an air bed and breakfast, an original ground bed and breakfast. Unfortunately, most visitors to Cross the King have mothers, brothers, lovers <laughs> to stay with, and two years later, Willow and Barnaby were struggling to keep afloat. That is, till one particular guest trickled through. Frank Nikis, N-E-E-K. Ah, Frankie, my boy, you're in room seven. Breakfast is served in the dining room between eight and ten. Let's head upstairs, yeah? What kind of breakfast? I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, not to worry. My wife's on a hemp flower kick. Hemp waffles, hemp muffins, may as well eat a hemp rope. <laughs> you married, Frank? No. Kids? No. Girlfriend? Definitely not. Gotcha. You're doing the old pump and dump. What? The smash and dash, ram and scram, ejaculate and evacuate. You've lost me. Ah, you're a mama's boy, yeah. My parents are dead. Celebrating with a vacation, then. I'm here on business. Ah, just as I thought. What line you in? Uh, I repair dishwashers for General Electric. They made me the dishwasher repair regional manager. It's my job to teach all the new guys in Southwest Missouri. <laughs> uh. We have an on-call masseuse, Anita. I can book you an appointment tonight. Coconut oil, Gregorian chants, and soft Polish hands. You can put it on the old company card, eh? I don't like massages. Brochures, menus, a trail map. There's the most charming ice cream parlor on Cookie Street. I'm lactose intolerant. What's a Tudor 12 for the best Sunday south of St. Louis? Hello? Anyone in there? <laughs> Just kidding, Frank. This is you. Room explains itself. Anything I can get you? Crackers, Pepto, playing cards? I'd like some extra towels and a pair of scissors. Thank you. Oh, got us a craftsman. I see. Back in a snip. Little did Barnaby imagine the horrors that could be done with a pair of scissors and some extra towels. For now, other horrors awaited him in his wife's office. Barnaby, I have something to tell you. You're pregnant? No, for God's sake. Accidents do happen. Replacing my birth control with Ticknacks is not an accident. Oh, we had a lot of fun that month. So much fun, I had a hysterectomy. We're bankrupt. We're rich as long as we have each other. Let's make love on this desk. No! Our bookings are abysmal. We barely advertise. And even if we did, we're short-staffed. That's not what you said on our wedding night. Oh! We have three Yelp reviews, and one of them is two stars because the guest walked in on you using her shower. See? She liked what she saw. 
You invited her to join you? I can't help our down-home charm. We're the cutest B&B south of St. Lou. Tell that to TripAdvisor or the CTK Chronicle. Ah, the Chronicle's toilet paper. One ply. Our savings will only cover four more months. Oh, well, that's a lifetime. For some species of insects. I don't know, Barnes. Do you really want to spend the CEPF? The Cancun Escape Plan Fund can be replaced, hon, but this place is our home, our livelihood, our legacy. What if we need to flee the country someday? We just need to come up with a plan. I know, a reopening. Like a car dealership? Like a rebirth. Though we need a hook, something that will bring people from all over because this is the only place they can get it. Painting by numbers. Skinny dipping. by numbers. We don't even have a pool. Okay, uh, how about CTK Motorcycle Week? Mm, too loud. Uh, sleepover in, bedtime stories, no locks, free love. Where do you think this is, liberal? Ooh, surf in USA, fruity drinks, sand floors, zero vacuuming. No one comes to Christ the King for a tropical getaway. Exactly, it's a novelty, babe, it's ironic. It's idiotic. That's it, I need to blow off some steam. But our finances. Shh, I'm just gonna place this hand on your knee. Barnaby, please. And this hand on your elbow. Ooh, stop! No, you know that drives me wild. Ooh, 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 ooh. Manuela! It sounds like it came from room seven. <laughs> Manuela. I was just bringing towels. That's a lot of blood. Barnaby, swallow. Swallow, yes. A man seems to have stabbed himself in the throat with a pair of craft scissors and bled to death, but uh, you're okay. I'm okay. Someone has to call the police. Here's my cell phone. I can't. Manuela, this is no time to protect your manicure. This has nothing to do with my nails. Manuela, be honest. Were you involved in this? Do you think I would? You could have come to me. I have hard candies. I, I have compassion. I can't risk exposing my immigration status. You know these. Manuela, hold on. Manuela, I'm sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. Frank's death was quickly ruled a suicide and plastered on the only page of the CTK Chronicle. Frank being an inconsequential man, Willow and Barnaby hoped that word wouldn't spread further than Christ the King. In a bid to get ahead of things, the two attempted to tackle social media. Whilst uploading poorly lit photos of Willow's buckwheat banana pancakes, they heard a second blood curdling. Again? I hope it's a ghost this time.
sheriff Ben doesn't like having me in the house. I need to be picked up now. Miss Grapes? Oh, oh, Miss Grapes? Oh, thank God you're okay. Oh, it's just a human. Miss Grapes? Miss Grapes? Miss Grapes? And a bird. These sheets are the most foul thing I've ever seen in a hotel room. And I once found a mouse the size of a potato at the Four Seasons. Potato, potato, potato. They don't smell like anything. It's just a sting. Barnaby means to say that we are extremely apologetic. Our maid was supposed to throw those away. If we threw away every set of bloody sheets we owned, we'd be out of business. What? <laughs> from the suicide. Uh, th- though we've seen it from periods, rough sex, rash nature rituals. I'm leaving. Miss Grapes, please. Let me get you a fresh set. Oh, Willow, please. We have no reason to hide our history. Sweep the dust under the rug or toss the bad meat to the bear. Either way, a man took his own life in this very room not but three weeks ago. We're just lucky he didn't bleed on the carpet. (laughs) Wait, did you check the carpet? Bad meat. Bad meat. We can offer you another room entirely. With a king-size bed. A A view of the backyard. A bottle of Merlot. I'm two years sober. You can look forward to my scathing Yelp review. Ma'am, please. You brought a parrot and we didn't say a word. Chuckles is a service animal. Chuckles! Chuckles! Step aside, you ridiculous people. Ridiculous? disaster. We should just close now. No, this is a blessing in disguise, babe. We just didn't see it before. See, look. My daddy was a drinker. But he was also a thinker. And the most important lesson he ever taught me was to steer into the swerve. What in heavens are you talking about? This could be our hook. The Suicide Inn. Where you come to die proud, or happy, in peace, or pieces. Our hook is suicide. This place will reek of death from a mile away. But not without homemade dinners and a dash of debauchery on your way out. Turn down, service, turn up. Barnaby, I don't know what to say. Of all the impulsive, outlandish things you've said and done, this is by far the best idea you've ever had. (laughs) And I have to confess, I feel like Manuel has come between us somehow, and I wanted to, uh, you would tell me, wouldn't you, if something were going on? Of course, dudes. (laughs) Now make love to me on the bloody sheet. Take me, Barnaby. around the computer to read the Yelp review that would change their lives. 
This is the most horrid bed and breakfast I've ever had the misfortune to book a room in. After carrying my own bags up several flights of stairs, I carried her birdcage. I soon discovered that the sheets on my bed were covered in blood. Apparently, a suicide occurred there a few weeks ago. To top it off, the owners had no problem discussing it. They were almost proud. The hard candies at the front desk gave my Chucky Bird indigestion. One star. This is supposed to be scathing? I wrote a response. Dear Melania. Melanie. Melanie. Uh, we are sorry to hear that you did not have a... Positive. Positive experience. Experience with... Us. However, at Suicide Inn, we try our best to provide a warm and supportive environment for those who have come to end their lives. Die as you wish you had lived and be at peace once and for all. For more information on our rates and packages, please visit suicideinn.net. Those who discriminate against the suicidal are not welcome. We are an equal opportunity for death establishment. That's beautiful, hun. I'm so happy I can book a room and die right now. <laughs> I'm pinning that post above the pancakes. Turning the B&B into Suicide Inn was surprisingly easy for the Radcliffe's. They bought dozens of stained, non-resistant sheets, turned the living room into a cocktail lounge serving Bloody Maria's by Manuela's cousin Dolce. Willow even designed a last meal room service menu featuring oars to overdose, Kevorkian's kebabs, and apple pie a la self-asphyxiation. And each room was stocked with a knife, noose, bleach, and all the hard candies you could suck. All they needed were a few more positive Yelp reviews to kick things off. Imagine Barnaby's delight when he heard the guttural sounds of a choking victim coming from room three. <coughs> oh, sorry, ma'am. I don't mean to interrupt. You seem to be having trouble choking to death on those hard candies. Might I suggest washing them down with bleach? It's been quite popular amongst the guests so far. Oh, we also have Tide Pods. <coughs> no? Oh, all right. Well, if you don't mind logging into your Yelp account while you're choking to death, it's very important that we develop some guest feedback to promote future business. Guests keep dying before leaving any. May their beautiful souls rest in peace, of course. Oh, please don't strain yourself. I have the computer open now, and it seems... Oh, look, you're already logged into Yelp. Thinking about it already, I see. <laughs> If you can, and absolutely no pressure, bang your hand on the desk for the amount of stars you'd like to give us. Only three? Oh, I see. Another one joins the City of Angels, <laughs> and I don't mean in California. What's that? Oh, oh, you've come back to give me one last message before you go? You shouldn't have two more stars. Thank you very much.
much. Meryl loves Kitty 68. I'll post this right away. Soon the inn was booked solid for a year. Thrilled at their success, Barnaby sought out Manuela in the laundry room, where she was knee-deep in crimson-soaked sheets. Oh, Manuela, it's going wonderfully. Last night, a hanging in room two, and just ten minutes ago, a guest slit her throat in room five. Oh, speaking of, we'll need it cleaned up ten minutes ago. Drowning in bloody laundry as it is. Don't be so dramatic. Why not? I'm pregnant. You're having another baby? No, we are having another baby. I love babies. Because you've never had to take care of one. You've never been awake for three years straight because it cries and cries and poops and bites your nipples raw and cries. Hon, look, I see our little Pablo all the time. Yo adoro Pablito. He doesn't even know you're his father. But I am a father figure. I have a big belly. I make bad jokes. And just last week, I showed him how to swing a wiffle bat. I don't know anything about wiffle, but I do know I'm not having another child alone. You don't have to. I'll raise her as if she were my own. She is your own. You can't teach fish not to swim, and you know I hate nets. Barnaby, mi querido, it's time to decide, me or Willow. You want me to leave my wife? I have wanted you to leave her for years. She's the only thing between us. But that desire must come from you. I want it to come from you. You've been playing at this from the beginning? Of course not. It puts my job, my son, everything at risk. But here we are, making love every chance we get on the counters, the kitchen sink, the washing machines. Mmm, the washing machines. Barnaby, we can be a family. You, Pablito, Juanito, and me. What do you mean, Juanito? Juanita! I'm hoping for a girl, so when I'm old, she can escort me to fancy engagements wearing low-cut dresses. You, Pablito, Juanita, and me, we'll eat dinner together every night, swing that wiffle thingy together, have fun on the couch while the children are busy watching cartoons. I remember how Scooby-Doo always made you do naughty things. Mm, I'd have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for our meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, I want to devour you. But I am trying to refrain so that we can finish this discussion about our future. I'm taking your top off. Please, stop. Barnaby. See, ay Dios mío. It's okay, mi cantina. Cariña, I must decide. Either leave Willow to be with me and your children, or I will tell her everything that has passed between us in extravagant detail. You will lose me, her, this baby. Manuela, I hoped never to have to say this to you, but I don't love you. I love Willow, and I could never hurt her. I think it's best if we part company genital company. You can keep your job and bring our kids to work. I stop this denial of what we have. Okay, fine. We can have sex one last time. As long as we both agree, it's meaningless. We agree on nothing. Then I really must go. 24 hours, Barnaby. And if you haven't left your wife, 
I'll go beyond revealing to her what you have done to me. I'll take your children so far away that you will never see them again. You will not know them. They will not know you. I don't feel well. I'm going home. Manny, wait. Don't grab me that way. I'm not in the mood. Oh, you want to play that game again, huh? This is not a game. Stop it. You listen here. I'm going to take you whether you like it or not. You will call me Peter, ask me to take you to Neverland, and I will introduce you to Tinkerbell. Uh, no. 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 Tiger Lily. Tiger Lily. Tiger Lily. You will not Tiger Lily me again. Manuela, you're bleeding. Manuela had to have an emergency C-section shortly after Barnaby deposited her on the steps of Truman Memorial. She was placed in federal custody for failing to provide proper documentation. In a pinch, Manuela called Willow and told her about the most torrid affair south of St. Luce. I asked directly if something was going on between you two. I'm sorry, I can't help myself, darling. Of course you can. Look, I wouldn't mind if you diddled around. Sally the deer in the backyard, tickle the turkey in the front. Don't be disgusting. Are you washing used pasta? They didn't need it all. You're putting soap in it. I'm not going to serve pasta that isn't clean. All this time I thought I knew you, that we shared the same dreams. I only dreamed of being with you. I only want to be with you, but look, my Willy Wonka wants every gobstopper it can grab. And Manuela's is very sticky. I'm leaving you, Barnaby. But I love you. Yeah, I know. It's not enough anymore. Wait, Willow. Let's start over. We still have the escape fund. The only thing I need to escape from is you. Pack your things tonight and leave in the morning. And give me that pasta! No! I'm throwing this in the trash where it belongs. Could you, you, that, so much stronger than you. Oh. If you throw it away, I will plunge this knife into my chest. It's a butter knife. Five! I will plunge this knife into my chest and make it look like an accident. Why an accident? So there will be a grand and lengthy investigation of my death with you and Manuela as prime suspects. She isn't even here. Only for them to find out that I died from heartbreak and erect the tallest monument south of St. Louis in my honor. Good night. Please finish cleaning up. I'm serious, Willow. I haven't known you to be serious the entirety of our marriage. Say goodbye to the pasta. There. And do not sleep in any of the guests' rooms, okay? Do not.
Very well, then. From the moment her husband committed suicide in their own suicide inn, Willow became a shell of her former self. Memories of Barnaby lurked around every corner and Willow was often discovered sobbing while masturbating in Barnaby's favorite guest showers. She also became so unbearably enamored with new age spirituality that guests were forced to impale themselves with crystals in the absence of knives. Booking after booking was canceled as customers found Willow too depressing to spend their last days on Earth around. Once more, she would have to take action or close the B&B once and for all. And so, she invited Manuela over for tea. What kind of tea is this? Lapsang. It tastes like a house fire. Well, do you want something else? I bought something at the farmer's market. A calming heart tonic with moistening, cooling, and relaxing actions. I need you to come back to work. I'm on maternity leave. My spirit tells me that this is the right time for us to reunite. My spirit tells me I'm on maternity leave. Where is all this negative energy coming from? What energy? I didn't want this. I barely have enough money to scrape by, and I could be deported at any moment. You have to focus on the positives. This beautiful baby girl is here now, and she loves you. Doesn't she? All she does is cry and look like a dried apple. Just like her father. Bring the baby to work. I'll help you watch her. Don't you want to rip my head out or your own? He abandoned us. His children will never know him. Barnaby was never meant to be a father. And that's why I insisted on us never having children, even if I did want to be a mother. You really loved him. More than anything. I'll come back to work, but you must do something in return. Anything. Marry me. For my citizenship. Of, of course. Well, yes, yes, of course. We will also have equal stake and say in the children's lives. And suiciding. Think of it as a business transaction. No. A soul joining transaction. In that case, I suppose we can have sex too. At least I won't get pregnant again. <laughs> a toast to new beginning and happy endings. Oh, yes. Oh, you've given me hope like I haven't felt in years. What is the Spanish word for hope? Esperanza. Let's rename ourselves Esperanza Inn and fight for every suicidal soul that comes through these doors. All we need is one great review. A success story of a lost man on the brink of death finding new hope after staying at La Esperanza. Yelp is mightier than God. I do not blaspheme. Now, to the courthouse. Yes, ma'am. 
Willow and Manuela married that afternoon with Manuela's cousin Dolce as witness, followed by an evening spent discovering how much they enjoyed each other. The next day, the newlyweds targeted their first suicidal guest, Dan Hopkins, an incredibly wealthy restauranteur from Massachusetts, best known for his chain of juice bars and vegan cooking, the Digest Digest. Dan, it's Manuela Radcliffe. Would you like to come out and speak with us for a few minutes? I made a fresh batch of firecracker flax cookies. Are those cookies got weed in them? No, but they have love and raisins. You're wearing only a towel. Would you like a moment to dress? Now, what's the use? I'm just going to have to undress eventually. But we can all take our clothes off if it makes you more comfortable. Don't worry. I have no interest in bodies. Only my pets. Come outside. I have something we can light up. Okay. But I'm planning on killing myself in an hour. Let me get my shoes. Dan, you mentioned your pets before. I sense that they are important to you. Very. Well, who will take care of them when you're gone? Animal control. Have you considered staying alive for them? It's for their sake I've chosen to kill myself. What kind of pets did you have, Dan? A sloth, an orangutan, and a zebra. Atlas the workhorse died last week. I was too much to bear. Is this picnic table okay? Oh, it is a nice day. Thank you. I often have difficulty being outside in nature. The smells, the sounds, oh, the colors. There are too many sensations. If you don't mind me asking, Dan, how exactly did Atlas die? The vet says I penetrated it too many times, but I think she died of a broken heart. She smelled Jemima the zebra on me. I tried to keep them separate, but I wasn't careful enough. I didn't shower. Oh, you're an animal fucker. Please, please, Zophiliac. I say this with the utmost understanding and compassion and love. Love for my fellow man, Dan. Have you ever sought help for your condition? Condition? Uh, sexual preference. <laughs> sexual preference. Oh, this is outrageous. You're blind aiding and abetting is the only reason I booked this stump. I won't be dissuaded, be it with cookies or pot or, or a hand job. Hand job? We are not the enemy. We can help you. Oh, my. A deer in our backyard. Oh, the shine of a coat, the curve of her thighs. The wetness of the snout. Dan, stay with us. Sorry. Love at first sight. Sit down. You are not penetrating a deer on our property. I can't think when I'm this hard. Return to the present. Jess, I want you to think what it feels like to love very deeply a creature who cannot love you back because he's already committed to another forever. Oh, keep going. This deer has a family. She has friends, she has a lover, and you don't have the right to take her and abuse her like an object to make her feel that you love her when tomorrow you will take a kangaroo or an antelope instead. Beautifully said, Manuela. 
Thank you. I wish I had seen your purity of spirit all those years I hated you for screwing my husband and having his baby twice. You are generous and gentle, and I, I don't need to be shackled any longer by this burden of a bed and breakfast. Good, because Dan is fucking the deer. Yes, my gentle soul. Yes, 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 yes. Willow and Manuela left the inn that evening, never to return. The guests who had killed themselves that day lay rotting for six weeks before they were discovered. Dan was trampled to death by a herd of deer shortly after penetrating one of their daughters. Willow, Manuela, Pablito, and Juanita spent the Cancun Escape Plan Fund on the first flight to Mexico. They became known as the craziest lesbian couple south of San Jose and made most of their money sewing cocaina into rag dolls called Marias that were sent back for Dolce to deal and cross the king. And never did they suffer another desperate nightmare. So what you think of the story? You bitch. God, she chewed through the gag. I've been chewing through gag since I was kicked out of Delta Nu for excessive hazing. Now go erase that hot trash you just recorded. <laughs> you show me how to put this thing in the internet or else. Else what, bitch? You've taken everything from me. All I wanted was a real father. Hell. A real mother. It could have been you. Ya basta! I'm in this for good! Catch wait! Miss Collins, Zelda. Listen, I know you resent me, but all I ever wanted was the same thing you did. And I ain't talking about the money, just his love. But you were never willing to share that, were you, baby? Honey, I... No! Oh! You... Ugh. Shot her! Right in the gut! I... I can't believe this it. Anyone is out there. Jean Benet's killer... Is... No! Oh, Patch, just... Get out of here! <gasps> Baby boomer bitch! Give me that gun! Baby, come on, sweetie. You're all right. Right? Shucks, oh, come on. We're getting the hell out of here. been listening to Desperate Nightmares from Christ the King, Missouri. Episode, Suicide Inn. Dramatized by Gabrielle Leonard and featuring the Christ the King players. Katie Hartman as Willow Radcliffe, 
Andrew Dardine as Barnaby Radcliffe. Lorena Monagas as Manuela. Josh Gregory as Frank Nikas and the Parrot. Nina Moses as Melanie Grapes. Gabby Leonard as Mrs. Sampsonite. Reeves Elliott as Dan Hopkins. And B.B. DeMore as your narrator. With special guest appearances by Z <clears throat> Sapphic Joy, her lover Patch, and Willard. Recorded at Christ the King Studios in Brooklyn, New York. Narration recorded by Sapphic Joy in the basement of Christ the King Second Methodist Church. Edited and mastered by Jack Healy. With closing theme by Arrington DeDioniso and opening theme by Arrington DeDioniso and Willard Fresco. With additional music by Kevin McLeod and Audionautics. Sound effects from freesound.org and the YouTube audio library. Desperate Nightmares brought to you by executive producer Willard Fresco in absentia. With co-producers Reeves Elliott and Jack Healy. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. You have now been cursed with the nightmares. Spread these fever dreams of the damned by rating a review on iTunes or whichever platform you use to fill your head with the cold dark truth. Thank you for listening and may your every nightmare come true.